0: This is the Significant Man Recharge Show. I'm your host, Warren Peterson, and welcome to the 5-Minute Friday. It only takes a few minutes of being online and looking at posts that combine politics and Christianity to find people making the argument that Jesus was a socialist. And since I talk about politics online sometimes, and I certainly share my faith online frequently, I took these conversations seriously and I wondered about the question, was Jesus a socialist? Did he practice socialism or encourage socialism for his followers? Back in June of 1992, it was reported in London's Daily Telegraph that former Soviet leader Mikhail Gorbachev had said, Jesus was the first socialist. So this statement and the question has been around for quite some time now. Of course, in order to answer this question, we need to start with a definition for what socialism itself is in the first place. So we'll head over to Merriam-Webster and see what the dictionary has to say. The first definition of socialism is this. Any of the various economic and political theories advocating collective or governmental ownership and administration of the means of production and distribution of goods. The key there is that it's a governmental system, not individual. When it's a governmental system, the government is the one enforcing the system. You participate as you're told, or there are legal, financial, or criminal consequences for not doing what the system demands. And when we look throughout the Bible, we can see there are no examples of Jesus teaching that were to follow such a definition or theory. We can look throughout the New Testament and read every parable and everything Jesus said And we will not find statements talking about any such topic. What we do find are lots of statements. We can read lots of teaching about how we, as individuals, are to treat others. We can find plenty of teaching about us, you and me, caring for the poor, caring for the homeless, the needy, and those without food or shelter. Jesus never said something like this. He didn't say, and if you don't care for the person in need, I'm going to talk with Caesar and have him force you to do it. No, instead, as Christians, we're given clear directive that it's our job, it's our duty to do these things. We are called to directly be the people who seek justice for those who are oppressed. We are to speak up for those who don't have a voice. Jesus talks very clearly and openly that we are to do these things. We, you and me, we are to follow his teaching. We are to love one another. Of the many examples in scripture on what we're called to do, we could look at 1 John 3, 17, for example, and it reads like this. If someone has enough money to live well and sees a brother or sister in need, but shows no compassion, how can God's love be in that person? It's their choice, their individual choice to show compassion. And in doing so, they are showing God's love. It's in their actions. So we're told to do this individually. It's not about voting for a politician who is going to tax Peter in order to provide goods or services for Paul. It's about you. It's about me, individually giving of our time, of our resources, and of our abilities to help those around us who need our help. You and I are called to do this. We're directly told to do this. With a cheerful heart, we're told to do this of our own free will. There is verse after verse in the Bible about what you and I are instructed to do individually, And as Christians, we're to make the choice to follow that instruction or not. There are no passages from Jesus where he instructs you to have the government do this on your behalf. There are no passages from Jesus where he teaches that if a government does provide something for someone, that somehow absolves you from your own personal responsibility to do so. Jesus teaches us how to show love. How to show compassion, how to live with one another, no matter what political or economic system we happen to be following. No matter if we're living under a kind king or an evil tyrant, we're to follow what Jesus taught. And his message, it doesn't change based on who happens to be the earthly ruler at the time. So it's my view that no, Jesus was not a socialist. And also, in my view, it's important to realize that Jesus was not a capitalist though that's a different podcast for a different day. His concern was and is clearly bigger. His concern is greater than the current economic or political system that we might be living under. His concern is your soul, not which politician you endorse. His concern is your salvation, not your economic theory. Jesus didn't willingly die on the cross for your temporary and worldly political system. He did so to give you a path forward to eternal life. And it's critically important in conversations like these that we remember that the eternal gift he provides is greater than everything else we could consider. So when talking politics, when talking about these issues, always remember that. It's not about your current political belief system. It's about your eternal life. And quickly, we just opened up registration for our next Significant Man Base Camp event a four-day and three-night event for married Christian fathers here in the Colorado Mountains. And if you want to know more about that and register before we sell out, head over to significantman.com. And make sure to subscribe to this show and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. Five stars is, of course, the desired number of stars. Your ratings and reviews, they really help others find the show, so thank you for that. All right, enjoy the next show, guys.